Welcome to In Between. Right now I'm in a beauty parlor and I have to be honest, I've never been in a beauty parlor in my life in Switzerland and uh, I have this Indian friend who studied in Switzerland and I talked to her about it and she asked me a couple of times like, oh, where can I get my eyebrows done? Where can I do this or that? And I was always like, I don't know, I'm doing it myself. Like, ah, oh, it's rather expensive here. I think maybe there you can do it. And uh, she told me like, you know, in India, this is pretty... It's not that expensive and everyone goes to the parlor every now and then. There are even apps where you can order doorstep beauticians who come to your house and do your manicure or your hair or your eyebrows or whatever. And uh, so going to the parlor is a very normal thing. A lot of my Indian friends do it. And uh, she was like, so you have to come now when you're in India. You have to come to the parlor with me. And I was like, okay, let's go. And uh, we went to a rather fancy one and it was very interesting. So one thing which yeah struck me in the beginning was that especially for the hair treatment so I got a haircut and a hair spa there were only young men doing this which is interesting because in Switzerland mostly hairdressers and all are women or overall in all the beauty jobs there are mostly women only in the higher section when it's like star coiffeurs and all there you would find more men usually but it's very interesting so Somehow already that was interesting. And then, uh, yeah, the whole hair spa thing, like when I, like from a, f they bring that menu, it's like a food menu where you can choose which hair spa you want to have. And uh, then they wash your hair and they put that mask kind of a thing in and they put a hot towel around it. There's some massage. And it was interesting how so many like younger, but also a lot of older aunties were there and like enjoying that massage and hair treatment by these younger men which was very interesting so I was like really interested like what kind of people are these who are working in these beauty salons like who are what caste what background and uh, my friend then also said but there are more women and they are more working in, in like the things which are more inside like pedicure manicure waxing and all of these things but I haven't seen them because I just cut my hair and got my hair spa But the whole experience, it really seems like an oasis where a lot of women come to like relieve the stress of the day or get a small massage or just, yeah, just relax and uh, a very interesting experience. There's another experience I want to share. A few days ago, I went, I accompanied a friend to a hospital and uh, where she wanted to visit a gynec and uh, I realized that somehow I have a very clear picture of how I think hospitals are supposed to be, what professionalism in hospitals mean, how doctors and other stuff in hospitals are supposed to treat their patients and how hospitals are supposed to look and all of that, that I have a very clear idea of that. And when I came there, I really realized that because a lot of things were not like this at all. So I have been in hospitals in India before. I've been in that village hospitals when hospital when we had the accident but you cannot compare that of course i've been in another hospital once in noida to look for my wounds and in one other one where i accompanied another friend at that time and uh, i don't know if we if there's something particular about this hospital because for sure it wasn't a very expensive one or something it wasn't a very fancy one but i was very surprised in many ways how different the hospital experience can feel than at home and I would like to share that with you. 
So when we entered already at the reception, there was like this young guy with his earphones in and I'm overdoing it a little bit, but we nearly needed to convince him to put them out to listen to us and to tell us like, oh, we have an appointment, where should us you have to go and all of this. And uh, already that was, yeah, pretty. I was like, wow, so unprofessional, you know, like normally people are so already and focused at home. And also the whole ambience, like at home, hospitals are very, you know, sterile, of course, usually have friendly callers in their waiting rooms. Like people try to make it a friendly environment. It's of course very white and clean always, but still people do their best and have plants and paintings and shit. Not at all here. And uh, there were a lot of people like sweeping the floor, walking in and out. Some were wearing uniforms, some others not, but so, which was already difficult to distinguish who is working here and who is not. And then uh, like I went into the consultation room with her and... Uh, there was the doctor and already there during the consultation, which was just a talk, like people were walking in and out, which I was like, okay, privacy. <laughs> and uh, also the way the doctor interacted with her was very strange to me in the sense that it was, some of the questions were quite judgmental. It was a uh, very bossy, you know, it's not like, you know, I explain you see your blood report says this and that or this and this and uh, that will mean the following it was more like you know you have this you have to take this medicine but not like not a very explaining and what I realized like the whole relationship didn't seem to be or I realized at home as a patient in some way you still are a client and we think like the client is king but here you are not a, really a client you are talking to this doctor who knows everything better than you, who tells you what to do. And you're not supposed to question that a lot. Of course, you can ask questions, but you're not supposed to question their knowledge or their authority. So the way this was being dealt with, I found very, I was like, wow, so weird. And yeah, very difficult also. Like I wouldn't really open up to a doctor here. I think if someone is that judgmental and that bossy also, and uh, yeah, that was strange and of course the whole interior and all was very different not as sterile and as, as we are used to it but uh yeah that relationship struck me as something very different and also I was very mm, confused by the fact that so after the consultation uh, she had to pay the doctor straight away there for the consultation on right into the doctor's hands and the doctor gave her the change uh, from her handbag you know, like for the consultation, the blood test and all and these kind of things she could pay and other tests she could pay later but on, at the reception. But the fact that this transaction was happening there is again like money and health system. I, would, I wouldn't say that in Switzerland the health system doesn't make a lot of money in a lot of ways, but it's not so obvious for some reason. And it's, uh, I don't know, it's very, somehow this irritated me and it's like, oh, wow. And somehow... Again, and I think for India, it's probably better that there are no insurances and this and that and you can just pay and go. But uh, somehow a lot of the ways in which the, a lot of the interactions and things I saw in the hospital, to me, I was all the time thinking like, oh my God, but this is not professional. Oh my God, but this is not professional. And shouldn't hospitals be these clean, professional places where everyone is trying to make you feel comfortable and safe? Also, that was not the case. The doctor was like, why are you worrying? You know, like not really making trying to make the patient feel comfortable and all and or at one point the doctor was at her phone checking her whatsapp or she would say oh i can send you the, the report by whatsapp and 
all these kind of things which for me <laughs> I was like wow that's completely different but still I don't know if this is just a speciality from this hospital and other hospitals would work really differently that could be but uh, definitely I realized that somehow I thought the hospital experience is very similar in all countries and it is definitely not and that it's a very yeah the idea I have is very western and very culturally nuanced also But I also had another hospital-like experience uh, actually a few days before when I decided to go to dental hygiene because uh, it's quite, it's not as that expensive in India and I have a friend who does it. So she said like, why don't you come? And I came and that was a really nice clinic, super sterile, super welcoming, super beautifully done. And uh, it was my best dentist visit ever. <laughs> so nice, so soft, so well done, everything. But also there, I found it interesting. For example, I, I got this form to fill out. And in the form, uh, one of the questions, they're always like, how do you smoke? Do you drink? You know, all the things which could infect my teeth. One of them was like, do you chew beetle nuts? And I just love these culturally specific things in the, yeah, in these bigger institutions. I really found that interesting. Then I want to talk a little bit about the topic again. So these days I've been meeting so many people and uh, talking about so many things. Also a lot of people for topics which in the end I didn't choose. But still I got an opportunity to talk to them, which was very interesting. There, For example, there was this guy um, who made it a business to train Indian men how to talk to women. And I met up with him. I realized that the topic for me it will put me in a weird niche where I don't want to be. Or academically, where I maybe would not get out anymore, but still talking to him was very interesting. And the way he talked about his clients, who are mostly engineers, managers, bankers in their 20s, people who are extremely successful in their jobs, very smart, very successful, but who somehow have problems in uh, making personal relationships, especially with women and like talking, like going on to people, being extrovert and all and Also, I realized that his business is a lot more about self-development than it is about uh, just picking up women. And like the messages they sent him, it was a, again a crazy insight into India in the sense that somehow, like again, an immense loneliness of people, like an immense competence when it comes to their job, but an immense loneliness, which is hidden behind so many things. And uh, Yeah, a lot of people who said that they were like depressive and not very self-confident, uh, scared to go to public places, this and that. And now suddenly they are like, I don't know, after this training, they got so much more open and talking to people and how much it helped them. So it was a really interesting insight somehow and very interesting to talk to him. I met up with one girl who works in the podcast scene in India. It was very interesting to learn a bit about this. And... Um, I met up with the media representative of the Kung Fu nuns. I'm not sure if I talked about them. And so a lot of interesting people I got to talk to. But in the end, whose topics I didn't choose. And uh, yeah, but there are three topics left, which actually I think one of the three topics it's going to be. And uh, so I met up with people for these topics a lot and I, I plan to meet more. And one of them is, for example, I uh, told you before, I'm interested in divorce in India and how people re-script their lives after such an event, how their aspirations changed and so on. And 
I realized it's one of the most difficult topics because the, it's pretty hush-hush. Like, most people don't really want to talk about it. And uh, it was really hard to find someone, some divorcee who was ready to talk to me or someone who knows someone who would be ready to even ask that person if she wants to talk to me. Yeah, again, it's like it wasn't an interview or something, just a talk for me to get a little bit of an idea. And it's crazy how... I don't know, like, I've done that so many times by now to talk about people with people I don't know about such intimate things. And it's crazy how by now I, I don't know, I got so much practice in making people comfortable, but it's still every time it's like so, I'm so amazed how open people are and it's so overwhelming also. And I realized this topic will be really very teary topic with a lot of, yeah, a lot of tears, very heavy, very difficult, but also very interesting. Although uh, I realized it seems to be very close to my the topic of my thesis, which was about marriage. So a lot of very similar things keep coming up. And one thing I'm not so sure, so somehow I'm not so interested in this whole ethics literature about crisis and how people deal with crisis. And that would probably be a part of it. A part of from that really interesting insights in many ways. And I feel like I need to meet more divorcees to decide. But somehow it's so hard to find them. Let's see if I can find another one. I'm still trying. And I met up with more people who are in intercultural relationships. I uh, So people like from Europe, Canada, America, who married Indian people. And for example, I met up with one girl from Germany who married an Indian man. And uh, she told me also something very interesting. Her story was interesting. I was again amazed how people leave everything and just, I don't know, make, make amazing decisions, live lives over continents and build very unique lives for themselves. And which they are, which are also lives which they have to figure out step by step. She told me that there is a club organized by the Protestant Church of Swiss, Austrian, and German women who all have uh, Indian partners, and that club has been existing for a long, long time. And she's part of it. And she said that she's the youngest because a lot of these people, these women, have been in India for forty, fifty, sixty years, and some of them, their partners have already died by now. But they are still in India because now they are citizens of India and all after through marriage and being here for so long. And I'm sure that their stories and the kind of I don't know the the faces of India also they have seen through their lives must be very remarkable. Also, so this made me realize that I think especially with biogra- biographies that could be done a lot on this topic and. More and more people approach me who actually know intercultural couples and a lot of them know people who also have married in earlier times when it was not so normal yet to marry a foreigner. And I, yeah, I do fi- still do think that this topic could be very interesting. And the last topic is still dating apps, the topic which everyone think, seems to think is the best one. While I am the most insecure about it, I met a couple of people and in a few days I'm going to meet more of them and I still find it interesting but somehow I can't find a good angle on which I want to approach it I don't really know why I'm a bit scared it will spiral down into nothingness and only be about hookup stories so I'm still a little bit insecure although I really find it interesting also I don't really know And uh, then I want to share another experience I had. It's already a, quite a week ago, some weeks ago. 
Um, there's an event in Delhi which is called the Book Fair, and it's a really beautiful event. I'll definitely go again. It's uh, in a, it's in Prakati Madan. It's like in a huge compound. There are lots of halls which are full of books because all the publishers, like all the big publishers, come and. Uh, you can buy books there and there's special discounts on the books because of the fairs. There's a lot of program and uh, speeches and all. And we went there and it was like very crowded. Like how to deal with the crowd was difficult for me, but amazing discounts on books, especially academic books, which are really expensive. And yeah, books from sociological books, books in Hindi, books in Urdu, books in Tibetan, religious books, secondhand books, new books. And it was, it was definitely amazing. And I bought so many books and such a really cool and really good event. Then I want to share another small incident. Um, there is a place called Lajpat Nagar, which is a place in Delhi where a lot of people from Afghanistan and Iran live. So a lot of shops are run by Afghanis and Iranis and uh, there's a lot of really good Afghani food and People say that the area is very safe and it's like I love these colonies of expats who settled in Delhi because Delhi is so full of them. There's such a diverse and interesting city. And I've been in that place for a couple of times because there's a good market there and also just for the food. And the other day I came again and it's uh, yeah really amazing food. And uh, we went there and in a lot of restaurants you have these seatings on the floor and we always want to sit there, but there was someone else sitting there. And uh, then very bluntly, one friend asked him if we can join him, So, <laughs> which was a bit blunt. But then he agreed, so we were sitting there. And uh, when we were talking to this guy, he happened to be Afghani, but he could have also been Indian for the thing I want to explain. There's one thing I notice in a lot of conversations, especially with Indian men, but also in that case it was with someone from Afghanistan, which is still very difficult for me. So somehow, I think it has to do with respect. So if I am somewhere on the road with one male friend or several male friends and we meet especially older Indian people, I mean people, I mean men, talk to them, they kind of ignore me all the time, which is for me really weird. So they would never address me directly. They would never like... The conversation would be... They would talk about me, but they would never directly address me or ask questions. And uh, it's apparently, like I talked about it a couple of times with friends, it's a form of showing respect. I am with other men, so I'm there, a woman, because I, of course I'm not married or anything to them. They don't even know the relationship I have to these guys, but still somehow it's inappropriate if they like address me too directly or too much. It's like showing respect to the other guy by not doing that. But which for me, especially if you're sitting in a dinner or something, very weird because I want to get into the conversation. I'm like, hey, I speak Hindi too, and... I also want to ask questions and I also want to be part of the conversation because in my culture that would be so rude because this same gender aspect doesn't exist, right? In my culture it's like you you address everyone the same and if you address someone less or talk about someone while this person is actually there, that's very weird. Like you wouldn't do that. And so it's interesting how I am still struggling with that kind of gender dynamics and I'm like, hey, why is this like this? And uh, yeah, I can't really... Uh, suck it up yet I have to all the time try to get into that conversation which is maybe stupid from my part very likely but uh, an interesting thing as well
Then I want to talk about one place in which I usually spend a lot of time on weekends uh, because I'm doing Akra Yoga there, so every weekend, but also because I really love the place. It's a park which is called Lodi Garden. It's very green. There are a lot of palm trees, a lot of different uh, vegetation, very beautiful old monuments, lots of them, tombs and all. There are a few artificial lakes and especially on the weekend it's such a beautiful place where so many people come together like uh, people like us for example who come and do acrobatics there there is like a theater group which always comes to practice there there are people who come to jam with their instruments there is a dancing group who comes there's a hula hoop group who comes there uh, are a lot of people just doing workout doing meditation buddhist meditation laughing meditation uh, yoga running just general workout and putting up their rings and doing something but there's also a very family spot so you see a lot of families having a picnic kids playing with kites and balloons and running around and uh, couples and of course a lot of wedding shoots are happening there which is also interesting like newlywed people or about to get married people in beautiful dresses and photographers so much photography happening there people just sitting on benches and reading the papers people meditating old friends talking it's a it's a really beautiful public space where so much is happening together like i yeah i really love this place 